On this episode of The Failure Report, we examine how CEO and music tech mogul Marcus Cobb went from a failed business and not being able to work for two years to being on the top of his game at Jamber. So thank you for joining me on the episode of The Failure Report. Uh, we got the honor of meeting at the, the 3686 conference. That's right. Um, before that conference, we got to chat some back and forth and instantly I was compelled. Like. Yeah. Here's a man in tech and in music. Yeah. Now I typically know these lines to run, you know, parallel of each yeah. other. Like, how is this actually interfacing and crossing up? So I would love for you to start at the top. I want to know okay. your story. Okay. So, like, how top? Like, are we going back to like the crib top? Or are we let's going, like, let's start where you feel comfortable. <laughs> like, this is this is who made me who I am. I've been. Um, I just tweeted recently. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell has this book mm. called Outliers, and. Mm. This book, in the book, the way I read it is he's essentially saying all success is a matter of chance. Huh. And as an entrepreneur and someone that uh, scrapped and fought my way out of the hood to be where I'm at, you know, going from the bottom 1% to the top 1% and to the bottom of the top 1%, but still cracking mm-hmm. that glass, mm-hmm. I was offended by that book. Mm-hmm. And I was so mad that I emailed New York Times and emailed Malcolm Gladwell to tell him how, how wrong that book was. Wow, wow. And it's on my mind because I'm now the age, I'm 42, yeah. so I'm now the age. 77? 77, yeah, yeah 77, <laughs> Mary's. Yeah. Um, I'm now the age that I believe he was at when he wrote that book. Mm. And I am overwhelmed by the amount of serendipity and grace and favor that had touched my life to get me here. Right. And I'm realizing now that I, I definitely had choices within this, those circumstances I was in, mm-hmm. but I didn't have choices outside of them. Wow, that's right? interesting. And, and that's so, uh, I sell it to say my grandmothers were a huge part of it. I, I'm born and raised in El Paso, Texas. Okay. So, uh, tell two cities. My grandfather was a high-ranking military official mm-hmm. who was stationed there. Fast forward though, it was uh, he divorced my grandmother, which is a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were in the hood yeah. by the time I got there. It's called the Heights. This is the barrio, I said. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm from the barrio. I grew up thinking I was Mexican until I got to high school. That's, I, funny. that's, that's all I knew, yeah. um, which kind of saved my life in a way. Yeah. Uh, so I've always been a geek, mm-hmm. always been a nerd, yeah. you know, always been in books. Um, and that's really where it started, was right there, kind of in that, in that environment. Did you ever try to not be that? Was there ever a point where you were like, I want to be down, I'm going to be cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, or were you like, I embrace it, this is who I am, don't try to change me? <laughs> you're, you're the first person to ask me that question that way. Because really? you understand it. Yeah. Um, there's a protocol to the streets, there's a protocol to being hood, you sure. have to be, otherwise you're a target. Sure. So I've, I, you know, I've, had, I've had guns pulled on me, I've, been, I've, been, I've run away from gangs and, and drive-bys, and I've definitely been on my share of fights as a kid. Yeah. But what was different in my life is that uh, I was abused as a kid, physically mm. abused by uh, a man, and not a very good man, mm. uh, but a big man, yeah. a very strong man. Yeah. And that, it, it creates a different stillness in you that people can just tell. Sure, <laughs> sure. You know, you, you, it just, there's a different brokenness to you. Yeah, there is. Um, so that, between that and being decent at basketball, yeah. I didn't have to front. And because I didn't have to front, I was able to um, really just be myself in the books. 
Now, that's my version of the story. Mm -hmm. I found out at my grandmother's funeral, uh, God rest her soul, amazing woman, mm -hmm. that my grandmother essentially had a bounty on anyone to try to recruit me into the gangs. Wow. So I was untouchable thanks to my grandmother's thanks idea. Grandmother. We had the La Fatherless, which was big when I was growing up, Crips, uh, Bloods, all around, because uh, a lot of the men are mm -hmm. dead right. or in jail or right. in prison. That's what and, happens. Yeah, my grandmother's made it impossible really to recruit me. You were untouchable. untouchable. They were the real OGs. They yeah. were the real OGs. Wow. And, and you know, church calling women, they were just, yeah. uh, they were just, they were just serious about it. And meanwhile, my brother, on the other hand, and all my cousins, I think I'm the only one that did not go to prison. Wow. Uh, you know, because they did, drugs was a family business on that side of the family, mm -hmm. generations deep. Yeah. And I'm talking $1 billion of cocaine a year, this family wow. moved. Uh, and Big Mama died in prison. You know, yeah. she, was, she was the head of it. So it really was a tell two cities. Yeah. Uh, but for whatever reasons, I got lucky to be the bubble boy. Yeah. And uh, people just let me be. They just let me, you be. Yeah, let me, if people's VCRs broke in the neighborhood, they brought them to me, you know, <laughs> at seven. I'm you like, were that guy. Yeah, yeah, my grandma's probably making money off me now I'm looking sure. back. <laughs> it was my allowance. Right. Um, but it was, you know, I'm, I'm just in a place right now where I'm extraordinarily thankful for that. That's amazing. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you look at those situations, you look at that and you're, you're saying, I used the opportunity to fix VCRs, to yeah. be the tech guy that has now started building you to the place that you are today. Yeah. What was the step right before here? Where did you find yourself? Well, the thread has always been the same. I mean, I started fixing VCRs because my grandmother's VCR broke and I wanted to help her. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to serve her in that way. And it was already broken. So yeah. if I could just take it apart and fix it, there's nothing to lose. Right. Right? So that's right. where it started. And mm -hmm. I think it's the same today. I'm in the music industry and it's already broken. It's broken. Uh, you know, but if we can fix it, we have a chance to really change a lot of lives and right. maybe even usher in a renaissance of the arts and music. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we'll talk more about that. But yeah, yeah. the next step was really uh, a lot like a pinball machine yeah. through the rest, right? Yeah. Uh, but the big breakthrough was in high school, uh, I met an extraordinary woman who I talk about all the time who changed my life. Mm. Uh, so she was my first entrepreneur I yeah. met. She was a woman who was had a worse background than me, but looked like Hollywood to me. Wow. Uh, she was, uh, had found out about my computer skills in school. All the friends were super supportive in school. And, mm -hmm. and uh, she hired me basically out of her front yard when she first met me. Join Effort Business and Marketing Consulting specializes in finding solutions for startups, small businesses, and nonprofits. We offer branding, marketing, social media management, development, and capacity building consulting services to companies who are just starting out or need help taking their business to the next level. Please contact us online for a consultation at joineffortllc.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at joineffortllc. And, you know, I, when I tell the story, I talk about how she was so different. She was like tall and blonde and, you know, skin tight clothes and right. her gold bangle bracelets, you know, and, <laughs> and, yeah. and her, her mansion, her red sports car. She had like a, like a VR or something like that. Yeah, those were and, hot. Yeah, she, yeah. Oh, she still the, hot. The it's still <laughs> hot. Yeah. I think she had like a Mitsubishi 3000 GT and then she had something else. And uh, yeah. she was just yeah. everything that was on the other side of mm -hmm that time, those 16 inches yeah. um, of, of the television screen. And you would have thought she was just born with a silver spoon in her mouth. Yeah. And her background was way worse than mine. We'd uh -huh. both been through physical abuse and mm -hmm. sexual abuse, but she many, many times worse. Yeah. And so the beauty of that was, as I say, um, she neutralized my excuses. Mm -hmm. 
and my poverty mentality, mm. right? Mm -hmm. that's you know what I'm talking about? Oh, that, yes, that's, I do. That's Cinderella, yes. I call it the Cinderella complex, yeah. where you just, you're being mistreated and you're on your knees scrubbing floors mm -hmm. and no one's being nice to you, right. and poof, the fairy godmother shows up and yeah. waves her wand and, and it changes your life. <laughs> Forever, you know, right? You know, that's such a, I, that's, I think it's one of the worst things that Walt Disney ever did for this culture was put that story out. Put that story out. And, yeah. it, you know, it's what's interesting, it's exactly why we're here today, mm -hmm. is that people feel like there is a fairy godmother yes. who gives you a business, yes. who, who, gives, who sells you a company. Yeah. And you hear people publicly trading companies. And I started out in the hood in El Paso. And then I became a billionaire. <laughs> Billionaire, <laughs> I have a comment, Forbes magazine. Yeah, hold on, Sean Combs is calling me real quick. Exactly. Hey, Sean, I'm going to get back to you. Pause, yeah, pause, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. but that is not actually how anything in life works. You know no. what I mean? And, and you're right. That's probably the horrible thing that they could have done to us. Yeah, it's not how the universe works. I mean, sure. it, there are definitely angels we along the way. And right. this woman, Charmaine, was an angel. Yeah. But she wasn't a fairy godmother by any means. Mm. Like, she put me to work. Yes. And, yes. and, and then... When I got out of the hood and I'm around more people of different colors and shades and backgrounds from my hillbilly friends, my rich Polish friends, mm -hmm. I realized everyone had the same problems. Mm -hmm. They're just different. They're just different. They were the same. Everyone yeah. was getting spanked with, oh, yeah. with, with uh, extension, you know, cords. extension cords. Yeah, Thank I know exactly you, right? what you guys spanked yeah, I got spanked with them too. I remember, yeah, like everybody was. It wasn't just, it wasn't just us because we were black. Oh. We were just louder about it. Exactly. <laughs> um, everybody was, you know, having having family issues and everyone was going through broken homes. Right. And uh, everyone, it was, everyone was having the same problems. Sure. And that, you know, her putting me to work let me fail forward in mm. corporate America. My talents kept opening doors for me with great companies, yeah. but it took me a long time, probably seven years after that, so probably until I was 25, to really be able to hold down a job. Hmm. You know, because wow. it was just, it was such a learning curve for me. Yeah, it was a learning curve. First yeah. job, what was that like? I was a shit. Yeah. In my mind. <laughs> Until they fired me. Yeah, talk about failure. Until they fired me. Yeah, I got, I, I've been fired 10 times, yes. 12 times at least. Ooh. At least. I don't even know how many times I've been fired. Yeah, one of those that you keep, you lose count. Yeah, you know because, about, yeah, we talked earlier about people that lose count. Like, you know, they just stop counting because you pass a certain threshold. It shows who you are. Yep. Uh, yeah, I've been fired so many times. And, you know, entrepreneurs, we glorify and say, well, it's because we're unemployable. Mm -hmm. now, I, for me, it was a character issue. Hmm. Um, mm -hmm. So was that your failure? Yeah, it was both. I, I, it was trying to find the middle of the road. Yep. Um, part of it was I'm very principled. And if I see different types of injustices or different, I, I have a thing against bullies. I'm allergic to bullies. Mm -hmm. So I don't do the finger authority. I've got authority issues. Yeah. I don't do the finger pointing authoritarian thing. I will yeah. leave real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but part of it was... Just a lack of respect, yeah. you know. Show up meetings two hours late, no. uh, you know, not showing up at all, no call, no show, just yeah. and not even really having no conscience about it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Now that ooh, just that that kid, I shake my head at him because he has just had no clue. But, yeah, no clue. but yeah. he had a, I had enough enough skills, mm -hmm. enough time to buy grace, and mm. and I, I got incrementally better, not macro better, like yeah. incrementally better. Yeah. And that's where I'm at now. That's where you're at now. Yeah. And it is interesting. You started somewhat so young. So yeah. that you had the curve was just a little bit wider. That's right. Because you could make those mistakes very early on. That's right. Where in, whenever individuals are graduating now, after, you know, they finish 
undergrad they maybe they go on to you know a grad school mm-hmm. they're you know they're a they're in debt and then they're you know 20 some years old they're trying to prove it mm-hmm. you know what I mean? now it's way too late to That's be right. talking about oh i'm a and you know you're trying to find your voice yeah. it's too late it's too well late. i don't i don't want to say it's too late i would say it's mm-hmm. different it's a different it's a different class mm-hmm. you know um this one of the reasons i read so much is because you and i were talking earlier about you know the overnight porn we'll call it right yeah. the overnight success porn right. um the falsity of that yes. and one of my favorite stories is colonel sanders uh, starting kfc when he was 65. yeah you know and just yeah. you know retired vet the way i heard the story and had yeah. these 16 spices yeah. and went door to door selling flour went door to door selling chicken recipes yeah in his 60s in his 60s and yeah. and obviously left a legacy that's one of the largest brands in chicken today that's correct and at a time where people are like oh my time has passed but mm-hmm. it's a different type of lesson but the one thing all these lessons have in common is courage. You have to go through your fears. That's it. Yeah. And you have to fail. You have to go ahead and fail. Get yeah. it over with. Because I don't know. Do I don't know a successful person that hasn't failed. You can't. You you can't be successful without failure. They're they are they're Siamese twins. That's true. You only know you're being successful because you failed before and now you're not. You see. Right. Like, <laughs> right. like if you're not failing, you're not doing anything new. Right. I, that's why this word is just. I think Americans. This word for us. It sets the wrong word because mm-hmm. it seems so absolute, right? right. It seems so binary, right. right? Success and failure, mm-hmm. but it's more of a wave, right? Right. You know, it's, that you it's, get it's there. more of a wave that you get there. It's ebb and flow. It's mm-hmm. it's it's just you want to survive your failures. That's the key. That's the key. Yeah. So let's talk about color. All right, let's talk about it. As ¿Qué pasó ese? Hey, hola, like, hola, hola tío. Call me, man. I miss you. No, you can't have any money. I said no. 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 I forgot you were Mexican. Yeah, sometimes, man. I go back. I still eat tacos on a daily on like a that. daily basis. That won't leave my body. Right? Like, I'm, I'm on tacos, man. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. But black men of color yeah. in this industry, um, I, I wanted to know how you how you fit in. Do you feel like you fit in? Are you? Do you feel like you have an imposter syndrome? Do you, have you ever suffered from Yeah, no, I, I think this is a really complicated question yeah. because it's 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 revealed itself to me, to me over time. Mm. Um, I've always been, I come from a very... <clears throat> So let me put it this way. My projection of self as a black American mm-hmm. with African, Native American, Irish roots mm-hmm. and my dark skin mm-hmm. has never felt like a weakness mm-hmm. and has never, I've never been afraid to cross the streets because of my color. Yeah. But my cousins who grew up in LA do. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is that in my cousins grew up in LA in the 70s and 80s where race was corrupt. Racism was through the top. Mm-hmm. There were streets that they could not cross, right. like across La Cienega. Mm-hmm. And police would put them back where they belonged. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a programming yes, that begins to project that self. Mm-hmm. That's the real prison. Right. I was lucky to be in the barrio where everyone was poor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did that at Everyone, yeah. We were, you know, yeah. the matriarchs, you know, the, the Mexican culture, the El Paso culture is a very matriarchal culture for right. reasons we already talked about. And these women, they run things, yeah. you know. And when I'm eating, I'm eating at 15 houses down the block and anybody can spank me and I can right. stay at anyone's house. And right. it's, it's a, it's a, it takes a village. It does. Um, but I never, my, we were, 
my grandmother's and even my mom, and I don't talk a lot about my mom because I have, I have complicated feelings about her, but uh, she's crazy. But um, <laughs> yeah. my, my grandmother's and my mother instilled black pride as mm -hmm. family pride, mm -hmm. not as us against them yeah. pride. Mm -hmm. Does yes. that make sense? I, yeah, complete sense. That was the saving grace yeah. for me. Because had I grown up in LA, going back to what I said earlier about understanding mm -hmm. how lucky I am, mm -hmm. had I grown up in LA, knowing my my temper, <laughs> I well, would have been arrested. Where would I be? Where would I be? I would, or I would have, I would have adopted that, adopted that that prison, that, that mental prison. Dog, yeah, because yeah. we're just we're just humans at the end of the day. We're just dirt. We're, we're all we're yeah. just dirt walking yeah. around. Yeah, uh, we have to get this dirt back at some point yes, in time. So, but that, you know, to, to close it off and answer your question. Because I didn't have that projection, it changes how people saw me. Hmm. I was still the only black tech technician or computer science expert mm -hmm. at my workplaces. Right. I was still the only black business owner at a lot of the conference rooms I was at, mm -hmm. but I never internalized anyone's racism because hmm. I, I never felt like I had anything to do with me. Yeah. Yeah, you, you didn't absorb it. You were like, listen, this is your problem. Yeah, this is my problem. I'm going forward regardless. I'm here. Yeah, I've learned, I learned here. a long time ago. You know, money is green. It is. <laughs> People aren't green. People aren't money green, but money is green. Is green. And, yes, and is. I, I think my 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 investors, the are 99% white, mm -hmm. and not a single person has ever turned not giving me a dollar that I know of because mm -hmm. I was black. Wow. They see uh, the potential to earn, and mm -hmm. I think that's important. Yes, so. Part of it's projection, but a lot of it is how you see yourself mm -hmm. and what power you want to give mm -hmm. to how they see you. Yeah, I love that. I really love that. So now we fast forward in life to yeah. Jamber. Yeah, Here we are. I mean, Here this gorgeous office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, who is, what is Jamber? Jamber is a company, a startup mm -hmm. that uh, we use technology like apps and things in the cloud <clears throat> to get people paid faster hmm. in the music industry. In the music industry. Yeah, so songwriters, producers, uh, performers, guitar players. It takes a, an insane amount of time just to get paid for music you create. And yeah. then on top of that, the checks are small for yeah. most of them. Mm -hmm. uh, so Jamber, at the very least, we are speeding up that whole payment process. So imagine a really fancy PayPal, Venmo, Kind yeah. of Zell, Z yeah, Zell music thing, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shout that's out to all we, of them. That's all what we do. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, sponsorship dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. You see the link. So this is people. You can tell right you now. You can tell, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's what we do. We've been at it for a while, um, and we're just now really getting traction. So it's, it's awesome. an exciting time. That's awesome. Yeah. How did it come? Were you laying in bed? It hit you like a bolt of lightning. That's right. That's right. My fairy godmother came yes. in. She's like, Marcus, Marcus you've worked so hard. <laughs> here's, your, here's your new billion dollar idea. That's it. Um, well, it, it culminates actually a segue from our earlier conversation. Mm -hmm. My dream, um, I'm not bragging by any means when I say sure. I've already been a millionaire and I have, mm -hmm. been, have made millions doing what I do because of my craft. It's right. a, being an entrepreneur is lucrative over time sure um, over time if you're doing it right over, time, right. over time over is time key. that's why sure. it's not, <laughs> tomorrow it's not, it's not the first one no yeah. um, um and you don't want to be the first one that's a whole different, whole different topic sure. but i have a really lucky background where i've been a part of hundreds of millions of dollars in exits meaning that i've been with teams and companies where we've sold companies uh, to 
to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars. Wow. Wow. And that's an amazing education. Sure, sure. So in my mind, I have, you know, there are no black Mark Zuckerbergs yeah. or Steve Jobs. And Steve Jobs is Syrian. Yeah. Right? But everyone, right. everyone thought he was white. <laughs> um, there's no black Bill Gates or, mm -hmm. or Michael Dell. None mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. But I get to, I can be that. You can. And you might be. <clears throat> I might be. Right I'm, now. I think I'm looking I, at him right I'm, now. I, I, I'm already that person. Right. I'm just waiting for the papers to show up. Everybody catch up. Well, I'm looking at a, a, a Forbes cover here. So yeah. I read an article here. So, you know, I'm pretty sure that that's Been what Forbes and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, yeah. Matt Hunkler, a great guy. Uh, awesome. Who actually also been at 3686 two years ago. That's amazing. Um, he, he put me in Forbes. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. But the real trick is laying one brick at a time. Yeah. When I talk to young... Uh, boys and girls of color, they don't see themselves as a Bill Gates mm -hmm. or a Zuckerberg because they've never seen it before. Mm -hmm. yeah. And sometimes you don't know you can fly until someone who looks like you flies first. Yeah. You know, so, that. yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you can do it, I can I do can it. Do that, yeah. That's that quick. Sure. Just seeing someone mm -hmm. else do it mm -hmm. and you're like, I can do that. I can do that. I, I have a, a very pesty bird's nest that <laughs> pitches under my house. And I, of course, I don't <laughs> knock it down. ASPCA. Yeah, don't, don't, be, don't be tweeting or leave her alone. <laughs> Please, I don't. I leave it there. But I love to watch the mom come back and feed those birds, and mm. then they just know that they can fly one day. That's right. That's right. And, that's right. and, and it's not because they've been anywhere other than that nest. They that's truly right. can't see anything else. But it's what they know. But they, they see it every day. Because they've seen it. That's right. And I love that. And that's, yeah. the, that's the faith of it. And so I've already seen it. I mean, it's, and it's not just me. There's a renaissance of... of there's a harvest of, of colored black talent in, mm -hmm. there's a guy who's doing robotics for kids. There's a young lady who's one of the first uh, black NASA scientists in, yeah. in her team. There's there's a bunch of entrepreneurs coming up. It, it's not, and I hate, for this country to be the best it can be, mm -hmm. we need all of us. We need us all. We have to maximize everyone's yeah. potential. Yeah, you're And so, so I'm not drawing lines, but I'm also not making excuses that this is the color I was born with, and this that's is where it. I make an impact. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, I heard you mention that the first time, it may be the first time, you had to sell one of your companies, mm -hmm. made you cry. Yeah. And we <clears> talked <throat> about that being, uh, you know, at the time you were like, this is gonna be great, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then it was retrospect that was like, this was a major setback, mistake, failure. It was a failure. That I experienced. I would love to hear that story. I've never told the story of death because um, it was always easier to whitewash it in a way, but I had a sure. software company and I'm really good at designing tech products that mm -hmm. just, they kind of spark. Because yeah. um, it's it's a form of entertainment for me mm -hmm. and, and serving people. So if there's not, if they don't get that spark, I don't get joy yeah. from it, right? <clears throat> I came up with this, tech that I'd seen a huge problem for and some gentlemen saw my face in Cranes which is a, a publication in Chicago and mm -hmm. they saw my company and, and you know, this kid this prodigy kid and <clears throat> they offered to buy my company hmm. for eight million in cash and then two million in licensing for mm -hmm. that period of time and I was super excited this is my, sure. my fairy godmother arrived yes. this is my first exit so you know the devil showed up instead yes, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> sirens right, right. Um, there's well, always flags. Sometimes they're always, pink. Oh my goodness! And they turn red. There were you know? so many flags, yeah. but I was like, I was, I was blinding myself and lying sure. to myself. And yeah. uh, sure enough, they started paperwork and put down the, the initial deposits, and um, they were going to combine our companies into one bigger company that I was going to be a principal of. And I brought on my staff. I had about five or six employees in this little company, and I'd been funding inside of my own pocket from mm -hmm. from previous exits. So. Uh, there was no debt or anything and they finally got when we got the software done uh <clears throat> they fired me
Leading in Color is a podcast hosted by Dion Stokes, founder of Joint Effort Business Marketing Consulting, and me, Marta Miranda Straub, founder of Catapult Now, an organization and leadership development and training firm. We thrive on engaging in raw, courageous conversations and topics that unpack systems of oppression that impact leaders at the margins of white patriarchal culture. So I went to the protest, and when I went to the protest, there weren't a lot of white faces in the crowd. And I thought, what's wrong with this scenario? Because, you know, people have been organizing around all these issues, and in the the white activist community, there was this question, why don't black people join our movements? Right, as opposed to, why aren't we at the table in their movement? We are passionate about naming and dismantling the barriers of implicit bias, raising consciousness, and forging new ways to think about leadership that does not replicate power over others and create transformational leadership models based on systems of liberation. Join Leading in Color. Join the revolution. And not only did they fire me, uh, they fired my entire team. And they stole the software after that and it became a huge drawn out battle just to get the rest of our money and everything else and this 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 these two entrepreneurs from what i'd heard had done this multiple times this was a this was a uh, pattern of behavior Uh, we had to use the word scheme but it was definitely a scheme this is they 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 knew i was naive and they knew it was my first sell and they it's it's this exact same way that guys do it in the hood Mm. when they bring you into a gang yeah <clears throat> they compliment you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, they give you something shiny. Mm-hmm. They take yeah. you to their core and they kind of put their arm around you. Yeah. And, oh, look at my little this homie here, Marcus Scott. And they did the exact same thing, except instead of the hood, it was a benefit here. Yeah. It was you know, my business card's president of this company that we yeah. created. It was, it was, it was the setup. So my guard was down. I believed them because yeah. I wanted to. Sure. Right. My dream was coming Ooh. true. My next dream. And, but in hindsight, I skipped fundamental steps and I still had a lot of money uh, I just didn't care yeah I they mm-hmm. kind of killed my baby on the altar for their own uh, selfish reasons and I went to one of my mentors I drug myself to his office and he was so nonchalant about it Dave Warmesher you know who I'm talking about, oh, I'm talking about. Yeah, he, <laughs> I, I love him he's been amazing to me but he's like Marcus don't worry about it, it happens to all of us our first time like what? No. Why'd you tell me? No, right. First of all, second of all, I'm not okay with that. Like, what, what did I do wrong? And right. it was, it was. It, <clears throat> I don't want to. You know what it came down to? Mm. My securities. Mm. Yeah. Because I felt like they were doing me a favor, mm. buying something of value that I created. Mm-hmm. I sold it cheap. Yeah. And that's that resurgence of that poverty mentality that that needing external validation right. to grow what is yours. What is rightfully uh, yours. Rightfully yeah. yours. It came out of you, sure. out of your you ability. It. You birthed mm-hmm. it, out of your ability to create. Wow. And it's easier to steal than it is to create. That's why sure. it's, That's why people like that still. Mm-hmm. And that, I begin to go deep on that poverty mentality during that time. I mean, I went deep. Mm. I went deep my parental issues. I went deep. I went deep in me because yeah. I didn't want that to happen ever again. Ever happen again. And you put up this wall that yeah. is like, I won't let anyone take advantage of me like yeah. this again. Was there a fear uh, after that day of doing it all over again? Because now essentially you're starting over. I mean, the hardest part was uh, when I had to 
they made me fire my team. And so the hardest part was taking my friends out for drinks and handing them their last payroll check and telling them that I had failed. Oh. Right? So, um, yeah. And they have to go then tell their spouses, a couple more like newly, newly married. Right, right. And so, yeah, setting they, up a life. They, yeah, they have this huge on. bed on Marcus. Right. My word, my right, reputation. Right. And <clears throat> they're out of a job in just a few months. And they were talented people, they go find jobs, but it just knocked sure. the wind out of everyone's cells. Sure, sure. And it left, it left a crater. And yeah. so yeah. I, I did go in. Um, I don't think I worked or did anything for about two years. Wow. Um, I was in a, I just was, I, I, it, it knocked me out, yeah. you know? And it wasn't, it wasn't just the guys, you know? Like sure. I got over them to a certain extent. I mean. Sure. I'm coming for you guys. Yeah, right. but <laughs> it's not over. You know you are. Right. Yeah, they, they've run into me since. I've wow. I've, I've passed them in notoriety mm -hmm. uh, and 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 clout and authority in Chicago. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Because when we talked, we talked about this. That failures happen for you, not to you. That's right. And we take them personally. We take them two years personally. Yes. And when they happen for your good, and for you surpass good. them, and you can look back at them and That's say, right. "You thought you were hurting me. That's right. You were my stepping stool. Right. I stepped on you." That's right. Hundred <laughs> percent. I've been actually chewing on this. Tell me if you agree with this statement. Yeah. I, I've, I, lessons are taught, but training requires pain. Write it down. I've been chewing on this. Write it down. Like, that's the difference between... Lessons are taught, the training but training requires, requires pain. pain. When I'm thinking, my yes. friends... Right. right? Yeah, you're not trained unless you... It, unless it, it hurts. Unless it hurts. Unless it hurts. Yep, all the Or ways. it hurts. Yeah. Or it hurts. Yeah. There's something about pain that locks in the lesson. The lesson. And... Wow. There's... That's just how I'm looking at it now. Now, when I run into pain and failures, for me, I'm just wondering what the lesson is. Yeah. I'm going through it right now with Jamper. I'm, I'm going through pains right now with Jamper. I'm learning new lessons that hurt. That hurt. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. not going down that road again. Sure. <laughs> I've been trained. Left. Yeah. <laughs> Do not go left. Don't Put go up left. sides. Yeah. But then yeah. you know how to pivot now. That's right. You know what I mean? You, those lessons, those pain points help yes. you to understand, like, okay, when I see this coming, this isn't my opportunity. That's absolutely true. And to do it quicker than because I've headed down the darkest path mm, before. That's you know right. what I mean? 100%. And I'm I'm so low that I'm on my belly crawling and I'm mm. I could have easily have turned and, and, and pivoted out of that situation if I didn't know any better. Yes. What are those signs? Give me a I'm sign. I'm much quicker pivoting now. I'm much quicker that's at awesome. You know, yeah. yep, yep. once my spidey sense goes <laughs> off, I trust it. It's not that serious. Not right? that serious. Um, and, but, but also, I don't have the insecurities I had before. So I don't feel like I'm giving anything up to, to say right. no. Right, right, um, right. I still have insecurities here, sure. and I still need approval when I shouldn't, sure. but I don't need like I used to. Like you used and to. Mm. I, I'm really going to say no now. Ask that's me. Yeah. <laughs> this is, that's me. Just no. ask me for money. You will get a no real quick. I promise you. <laughs> we talked you. about that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, let, yeah. Me get, let me get five. Well, like, that was also a hard lesson to learn. When you make it out with the hood, everyone's like, the free, sure. you know, everyone's like, hey, help me out, pay my rent, blah, blah, blah. Sure. And I give fortunes away. You, you know? talked about that circle, yeah. getting smaller. And, you know, there's there's a lesson there that I think the church needs to be balanced to. But, um, I really feel like having a sounding board with friends and advisors is still the number one yeah. uh, radar. That's your advice. My number one. Yeah. yeah. Having you don't friends have to and advisors. Yeah. Sure. yeah. People that can be real with uh, and people that can speak candidly. Like we're going mm -hmm. through hiring at Jamba. We're trying to figure out a hire just for an executive assistant role. We had 500 applicants. Wow. Like, how do you go through 500 applicants? And you're, you become afraid of missing the, that one. How do you find a needle on a haystack? Right. You have to let everyone chime in. Yeah. And everyone has to have a voice. I don't have to do what they say. Sure. 
but I want that candid opinion. You want the opinion. Yeah, I want their yeah. wisdom. I want, yeah. I, want, I want to see what they see. Yeah. Because yeah. I have blind spots. Right. Matter of fact, if you think you know someone that's going to steal your idea mm -hmm. and make it better, mm -hmm. go work for that person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Get, get equity early. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I just had to pause right there. Because you know what I mean? Like, it's not that serious. Right, right. I can sit here and decide I'm going to have a coffee shop that's going to sell macchiatos and lattes. And right. you can have the exact same idea. Right. But mine might be Starbucks, yours might be Caribou, hers might be El Janal, yeah. his person's might be Dunkin' Donuts. Right, right, right. Execution is, is, a, is a manifestation of self. It is. Your personality, your it vibrations, is. your history, everything. Yeah. Is life is cumulative. Mm -hmm. So no one can steal your idea. Now, that being said, they can steal your products. So I'm not, I'm not saying be reckless. Right. If you build something that's of value and that's it's intellectual property, protect that right. um, and be prepared to protect that. But an idea by itself. Yeah. Share it. First person to hire. Um, it depends on the business model. Yeah. Um, if you. A lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> A lawyer. <laughs> A lawyer. <laughs> a lawyer. I, you know, I've been asked that that question often, and depending on the industry, I'm kind of like, oh, you know. It depends on your level of, uh, again, depends on what level you're at. If it's your first company mm -hmm. ever, mm -hmm. the first person to hire is yourself. Hmm. Mm. You got to pay yourself early. Mm. That has to be a standard. Um, there's no reason if you can't pay yourself. Let me put it this way. If you can pay other people, you can pay yourself. Hmm. Even if it's 10 bucks, 20 bucks. But the yeah. discipline of paying yourself right. is crucial. Wait, why did production, I saw the meta peripheral, go like this? Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, again, it's it's a business. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I've been putting my notes down because when I, again, I say from the bottom 1% to the top 1% because the lessons that were the hardest for me weren't balance sheets and P&Ls. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They were emotional mm -hmm, lessons. Yeah, yeah. It, it, money is energy. Mm -hmm. And, but it's it's reflective energy. Mm -hmm. And it's it, it takes on the character of whoever has it. Right. Um, just the way, the same way that the ground does if you're a farmer. Mm -hmm. You can tell yeah. a farmer's personality by their farm. And I, I lived on a ranch as a kid, yeah. a foster home out in New Mexico. And we had an amazing ranch. You can tell the farmer's personality yeah. by, by the land. Yeah. Um, and if mm. you pay yourself and you respect the energy, money's attracted to money. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so when you start 10 bucks a month paying yourself, 100 bucks a month paying yourself without apology because you are the most important person in your business, right. it it's a paradigm shift. It's at, at least a gut check, mm. right? So mm -hmm. I would say the first person to hire is, is yourself. That is so deep because I hear so many entrepreneurs that are like, I'm just gonna sacrifice, I'm gonna eat rice and, and, and sugar, which is a thing. And wow. I know, right? I mean, we have, we have like, you know, rice and leche. Right, you know, this, right. They're talking like rice and sugar, rice like and sugar. sugar packs. Yeah, yeah. And I'm no. gonna, right, that's disgusting. No. But I'm gonna pay the people that are around me. And, and I've I've always had a hard pause at that because I, I truly believe that you are the, the most valuable person. 100%. In your business, because 100%. if I can't breathe the life and the energy into what you do, you're going to be standing looking for what to do next. Everybody's, you know, I'm, I'm not. I like the Bible. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of idioms in it and yeah, proverbs in it that are that have been life changing for me. And there's one particular that says, "Don't muzzle the ox that treads out the grain." Mm -hmm. And what that means is they used to put oxes on these, you know, uh, mills, mm -hmm. and the ox would walk around. 
and the ox would eat as it was going around the grain that it was coming out. So farmers would muzzle the ox because it was eating the their grain, profits. Right. But then those oxes would die out faster and burn mm -hmm. out faster. You have to pay yourself. Yeah. You know, don't muzzle the ox that shreds out the grain. Yeah. You have to pay yourself. That text is going in, in the body. Yeah, it's going in there. Because everybody needs to read that text every day because it reminds you of that of that drive. You yeah. know what I mean? I have to I have to actually be on the mill in That's order right. to spin it. So you I have, have to, to work yourself. every day. You need a place to go home and sleep. Yes. You need to I mean, even when I even after I'd already made it, I still multiple times worked multiple jobs. Mm -hmm to maintain a quality of life and what I wanted to do. Right. And by quality of life, I just mean not eating rice and sugar. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right, right. Uh, feed yourself. Right. You know, at least at least get the new chicken from Popeyes. Popeyes. Get in line. <laughs> one, more, one more sponsorship for you guys. <laughs> get in line. Because yeah. he mentioned KFC, and I was like, well, he needs to contend with Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> It's only a few bucks. So you can do that. You, you go buy. It. You know, it's you not that it. hard, right? Exactly. You, you can buy. If I buy a pound of taco meat, I can eat good tacos for what? at least a week. At least, right? yeah. So, throw that money uh, in the freezer. Yeah. Don't, weird. don't, because it's and I. This is a really deep topic. We can talk about all day, but sure, to, sure. to end it, it's it's about stewardship. It is. And if you're not protecting your energy, yeah. If you're falling on your sword, yeah. Can I just say one? My, I'll, I'll, this, here's what yeah. I learned. Yes. There are four boxes when mm -hmm. it comes to money. Mm -hmm. that I've learned. And I go back to these four boxes for everything. Mm -hmm. The first box is the one you want to keep at zero. It's, it's the box of theft. Things that go in it and nothing comes out. Mm -hmm. It's loss. Mm -hmm. The second box, somewhat different, is pleasure. I may not be able to qualify on a balance sheet this vacation, but I'm going. But I'm doing it. I'm this ice cream cone might be or my latte but that's it's a luxury it's right. it's pleasure you're trading money for a pleasurable experience but you want to keep that to a certain allotment of your life and that's a different discussion the next box is charity and this is a box that you put money into for the greater good and profit is not a thought you want to keep it away from loss which right. is hard to do on a global scale sure. And yeah, it makes you feel good, but it's selfless. It's selfless. Yeah. But the business box is for profit. Hmm. And every dollar I put into that box mm -hmm. has to bring me back other dollars or other cents. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. If that box is not producing money, whether it's your job, mm -hmm. your your business, if that box is not bringing me a return, mm -hmm. then it's broken. It's broken. And if the other boxes yeah. are eating that box, it's broken. Yeah. So there's a certain you have to make sure that when you're when you're paying your other employees, that it's not from a perception of the charity box, mm. that you're not putting people first because you feel obligated to. That's not how this energy works, and it's not how millionaires do it. Yeah. You pay yourself first. Right. I love that. I got a game for you. Okay, I love games. Shout out to my uh, Kevin on stage. He loves to play this okay. game called One's Gotta Go. Okay. You got multiple offices. One's got to go. Okay. And okay. I know you probably love them all dearly. Yes. But one's got to go. LA, Chicago, New York, Miami. Ooh. Right. Miami. Let's go. All my employees come in and hungover all the time. It's not working. <laughs> it's you not working it. for me. Gonna, you guys, shut down. That's funny. One right. seasoning's got to go. Salt, pepper, Lowry's. Woo! Come on. Salt. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's see. And a Thanksgiving side. Macaroni and cheese, dressing. Green bean casserole or cranberry sauce? Gotta go. Yep. Oh. I know. Give me that one again. Let's do it. Macaroni and cheese, dressing, green Ooh. bean casserole or cranberry sauce? Oh. Thanksgiving side. Ooh. 
pass. Ah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's Brussels right. Brussels sprouts. I need them. There you go. I need them all. It's not Thanksgiving without all of them. <laughs> I only eat those things at Thanksgiving. You can't take it. You can't it. take that ah, away, right? Ah, no, no. That's the business box. Profit. Bring that out. Bring that out. Bring that out. There you go. It, the last thing I want to do is our, our shameless shout outs. Anything that you want to shout out, something coming up, um, um, where we can find you, Instagram, Twitter, where we can p find your products, your website, all those things. Yeah. You know, anybody out there who is making money in music and wants to be a part of helping us get this right. Yeah. You know, we have advisory boards. We give swag. We have, uh, we even give equity for, you know, bigger advisors. Um, I feel compelled to say that. Bring them in. Yeah. Um, a shout out to you. Thank you. And the team 3686 for yes. bringing us all together. Oh, right. There's been so much serendipity yes. in that group. And it feels it's, it's authentic. Everyone yes. you meet is so warm and just real. They're real. They're definitely right? the same reason. I, go, I do a lot of conferences, a lot of more contrived. Mm. And so I, I like that they're so warm yeah. and community oriented. And then uh, I'm easy to find. Just Marcus, Marcus Cobb, uh, Jamber, J A M M B E R at Jamber CEO on Instagram or Twitter. But I just found out today that my Instagram has let you tag me. Yeah. So I, it's not locked down private, but uh, yeah. Maybe a little bit. Maybe, maybe a little bit. I got, I'm, work, I'm working on that. Uh, but yeah, just, I, you know, I love my team. I'm really yeah. thankful for the Jamber team. And, putting this together but that, that's yeah. awesome that's awesome guys you all already know where to find us you can find us on instagram twitter facebook linkedin pinterest facebook tv ig watch i mean the whole thing it's they're <laughs> all of them that's a thing uh at, at the failure report you can also uh, on twitter you find us at report failure you know we've talked about this that's always been a problem of mine but make sure you please reach out to us um subscribe like make sure that you uh, make some comments i mean i want to be able to share this with marcus so that if you have questions yes, um follow-up questions like how can i find this or tell me more about that or i am an artist that hasn't gotten paid for xyz can i be a part of jamber mm -hmm. i want i'm sure absolutely i can i feel like i'm sure Done. he wants to hear that Fine. um so please make sure you leave any comments uh questions i've had such a blast being here i've had such a blast talking with you thank you so much, thank you so much for tuning in you guys i appreciate it that's rough yes thank you <laughs> Awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you to those who sponsored and supported this episode. And the biggest thank you to Sophia Mobley Photography and Videography for being the dopest producer, sound engineer, and editor in the land. Please like, share, and subscribe at The Failure Report on YouTube, Facebook, Facebook Watch, Instagram, IGTV, and on Twitter at Report Failure since The Failure Report was taken. You can, listen on, you can listen on Spotify, iTunes Podcasts, or wherever you consume content. To get notifications on our upcoming episodes, please visit our website at thefailurereport.org. There you can subscribe to become a fellow failure and get access to our blog and merchandise. We have things like mugs, t-shirts, notepads, you know, all the things. I'm Dion Stokes. Thanks so much for listening.